You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. Welcome everyone from the edge of America. I'm Rick Amato. We are following this One America News top story. Can the news get any worse for the Obama White House on its foreign policy? The U.S. Senate voted overwhelmingly on Thursday, Thursday to pass a bill giving Congress the right to review and potentially reject any nuclear agreement which the Obama White House cuts with Iran. The bill now goes to Congress where they will vote next week on it. Meanwhile, the Iranians themselves sure do not seem to care whether or not a nuclear deal is agreed to with the U.S. A, an Iranian military General told its state-run media that his country welcomes war with the United States and that we have prepared ourselves for the most dangerous scenarios and this is no big deal, end quote. Joining me at this time is the founder of the Israel Group, Barry Nussbaum. Barry, welcome to the show. Thanks, Rick. It feels like we're living in a twilight zone. I mean, here we have a president saying that this is something that is good for the world, good for America. Uh, they're, they're a good negotiating partner that can be trusted. Yet we have these stories coming out. What is your take on these two stories? You know, what's really interesting is the United States is finally hearing the same sort of bizarre daily threats out of Iran that Israel's been hearing for decades. Um, they're threatening war against Israel for years and nobody listened. Now it's war against the United States and it's curious as to how the White House is going to react to this. They're our negotiating partner. They're telling us we can be trusted and yet we're threatening war on the United States. It's a bizarre tactic. I like the choice of words biz uh, bizarre because it, it it truly is bizarre. Like I said, a twilight zone. You point out Israel's been living with this for decades. All of a sudden, the U.S. is now hearing it. The White House is silent. It also, almost seems to me, Barry, and I get your take on this, that we now know that they're less than 90 days away, they being Iran, from being able to enrich uranium. It almost seems to me as if they're saying, we don't care if you do a deal with us or not. Uh, we're pretty much, we're, we're down that road and we're going we're gonna to get to where we want to be. What, what, what's, your, what's your reaction to that? It almost is if they're going to push and push and push to the last day. Uh, in the hopes that Kerry will continue capitulating. If you think about how far the negotiations have moved away from what was originally promised, Rick, the deal that Iran stands to sign, supposedly, is a completely different deal than just a few months ago. And maybe the more they threaten the United States, the more the United States backs up. How is this being interpreted in Israel? I think the Israelis uh, almost have that I told you so attitude in that now the United States is in the same boat. You've got the negotiating partner of uh, Secretary Kerry threatening war on the United States, not unlike what Israel has heard. And I would hope that it might cause the United States to take a step back and say, whoa, are these people that we can sign a contract with that we are going to be able to enforce because they want us to be able to enforce it? Maybe it'll place enough doubt to increase our negotiating position. Certainly the U.S. Senate seems to have no confidence 
in what the president's doing in this negotiations. Would yeah, this is a profoundly important vote. It was 99, uh, 98 to, to 1. Uh, the one no vote was actually a no vote from a Republican who wanted stronger legislation. He wasn't not in favor of being able to oversight uh, what the president's going to produce. So you had unanimity coming out of the U.S. Senate saying, we don't want to be out of this process. We demand to be involved. And the spin from the White House is, it was supported by the White House and the president's going to sign it, where just a few weeks ago the president was saying uh, whatever comes out of the Senate on an oversight will be immediately vetoed. Obviously, when it came out of committee uh, two weeks ago at 19 to nothing, uh, bipartisan support, the president changed his mind. Uh, it's incredible. We, as you know, as we all know, our viewers are aware, we live in, in hyper-polarized times here in America, on a, speaking of politics, and to see a 98 to 1 vote as you say, it may as well have been 99 to nothing because the one vote wanted stronger sanctions. The president has done, has done, he's done it again. He's done this in the past. He's done what very few people can do in these times. He's brought both parties together. <laughs> Not the way he intended, I'm Not sure. Not the way he intended to do it. Now, uh, it's been well accepted, an accepted fact that should Iran receive uh, nuclear weapons, should they uh, launch their first ever nuclear weapon, I should say, the first target would be Israel. They've promised it for decades. Uh, now that we see that the, the international community is trying to get something done here, um, is does Netanyahu believe that perhaps this is something which could manage the uh, nuclear threat, or does he see it upping the nuclear threat against Israel? You know, Netanyahu has said for years, Rick, that he doesn't want to uh, manage a nuclear Iran. He wants to prevent a nuclear Iran. Um, the, the, the treaty that's being discussed with Iran will guarantee uh, their eventuality of having nuclear weapons. Never prevent it, but will guarantee it. So at that point, you'll have Saudi Arabia and the rest of the uh, Sunni Arabs uh, in the region all scrambling to catch up with a nuclear-armed uh, Iran. And then you've got uh, a huge change in the dynamic uh, in that area for the simple reason that there's going to be a whole lot of countries that right now have no nuclear weapons and all will get them. Well, if there's any good news in here, it is this uh, bipartisan support in the U.S. Senate, which is equaled in the, in the uh, U.S. Congress, uh, opposing um the, the power, if you will, of, of the Obama White House. Now keep, but keep in mind, the back-channel discussions are that the president intends to bypass, if necessary, the sanctions relief uh, that might be blocked by the Senate, should that come to pass. Because there's also the EU sanctions and the United Nations sanctions. And if those sanctions come off and the United States sanctions stay on, uh, it probably would be a moot point by that time. Right, right. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.